All right, everybody. Welcome to another exciting edition of I'm Glad I Got My Girls. <laughs> and the crew is back in effect. We got Let's Talk About Lex and we got Dr. Kimberly Reese and we got Same Brit Different Day. Hey, ladies. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, Brit. How y'all doing? We here. This has been a challenging week um, for Same. black people, particularly in the United States. But you know what? Like this is this time is an escape for us. So I'm gl- I'm glad I got my girls to help me. Right. You better say that, uh, Kim. <laughs> I was that was exactly what I was thinking. Like this is the highlight of my day right here. Because like you said, it's definitely been a rough one. Um, and I feel like now I'm in my safe space. So I'm, I'm so glad to be here with you guys and just to get things started and have some much needed girl talk right now. Same, 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 same. Yeah. All yeah. Well, you know what? Let's not waste any time. I think we should just go on and jump right on in it. And, uh, you know, we're going to start the show off with the flavor cover story. And uh, real quick, if you all are new to the podcast, just want to make sure you all know the podcast is has a living single theme to it. Living single is one of our favorite shows. Um, it was definitely ahead of its time and it's timeless because everything it's, that they talk about is still relevant today. To this day. To this day. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so you're gonna hear a lot of living single references throughout the show, and uh, most of our segments are named after something to do with living single, um, and particularly this one right here. You know, if you know Khadijah, she was all about her magazine flavor. So we have to do an ode to Khadijah and have a flavor cover story. And Dr. Reese is gonna give us more about that. All right. So this week's flavor cover story. Um, involves some people who are really familiar to us, um, Faith Evans and Stevie J. I'm so, uh, if you recall, Faith and Stevie were married, um, probably about a year and a half ago, um, and everyone was really stunned right when they got married or when they announced they were married um there is a news for negative reasons that we're not going to dwell on there was a domestic violence um charge placed against faith faith Um, what yeah (laughs) yeah yeah um this week were called to their home yeah, and Faith ended up with a domestic violence charge. What? Um, yeah, she was the one. When I read that there was um, an arrest, I assumed it was Stevie J. But she allegedly attacked him. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I don't want to dwell on that because we have enough uh, negativity in the air. Right. This week. So, um, when Faith and Stevie J got married, everybody was stunned. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because most people assume that he was not right for her. And so my question for you two is, have you ever been gung-ho about someone that the people around you were like, "Eh, that ain't it? (laughs) Huh. answer yes. (laughs) And I should have listened. Mm. But when you are 19 and think you are grown... Um, and you know this is the love of your life and y'all gonna get mm-hmm. married and you can't tell me nothing mm-hmm. about this man you have to learn for yourself mm. um, I'm gonna say yes too I'm not going to say it was a mass of people who thought this person was wrong for me, but it was one person in particular, the one person that knows me best and I should have listened to her and that's my mother uh, <laughs> she saw like it's, she didn't even meet the guy but she just listened to what I said and was like, are you sure that this is like, this is it? And I'm like, yes, mama, this is it. I know <laughs> it. Like, and she was like, you sure he's telling you the truth about everything? And I'm like, why would he lie to me, mom? I'm like, he cares about me and I care about him. Lo, lo and behold. <laughs> <laughs> Mama's thought the whole time. Right? Mama's be knowing. They do. I mean, they done been there. They done done that. So, right. I mean, I'm pretty sure they looking like, oh, here we go again, you know? <laughs> so, now, yeah. And my mama, that was the first time I heard my mama say nigga. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, dang. You know it was bad then if your mama said <laughs> right? In hindsight, I was like, hmm, I really should have listened. <laughs> <laughs> Your mama was trying to tell you. She even like tried to tell you in your language. She was like, "Okay, <laughs> girl, like, let me get on your level real quick." And I still didn't listen. But. Yeah, the the funny thing, not to dwell on, you know, Stevie and Faith, but it's just crazy to me because people who you know follow Stevie as far as his musical career is concerned, like Stevie is very talented. Oh, like yeah. he has talented. I mean, when I think about the artists that he's worked with, the the songs that he's made, like top hits, like he's responsible for songs for Mariah, for Faith, like half the bad boy roster, like he's a hit maker. And I feel like it all just kind of went down the drain when he started doing reality TV. Oh, (laughs) no, it went down the drain before that. Oh, really? It went down the drain when he had however many kids he got. Well, yeah. Women, those kids are bad. And didn't he have a sex tape with E? Yeah. Ooh, I see. You know what? But it was like pre-social media, so honestly, I didn't even think about those things, like the kids and stuff. I really got to know Stevie J when he got with Jocelyn Hernandez, the Puerto Rican princess. Uh, <laughs> really hip hop. You really love me, Stevie. Stevie, Stevie love me. He, and I love him, BK. Cause, you know, he be messing with that maid, my little maid. You know, but, you know, he don't, he want a real one. He want a real bit. He want me. He want Jocelyn Hernandez. You know, so, <laughs> so that's when I really got to know him and thought he was a train wreck. And I really, I really had high hopes for him and Faith. Like, I had my doubts in the beginning. I was like, you know, I don't know if Faith need to get involved with this, but then I thought maybe Faith will bring the best out of him, you know? And I hadn't heard anything about their relationship, so I'm like, maybe they doing good. And then this pop up, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. So what maybe happened? he brought the worst out of her. Um, yeah, because, I, I mean, yeah. I, will say that I have also um, 
been in the club of I shouldn't be with this person. Uh-oh. Uh, I hung out in the club a little too long. Like I got there for before eleven, and I was there when it closed. Uh, it's, it's, you um, when a certain Big Sean song used to come on, I would go all the way up. <laughs> that is why. By the way, Why that song happen? came on um, last week, and I was like super chill, and I was like, "Oh, I have moved Bro. all the way on." Look at Every you. Time I hear song, We're I good here. We're, we're growing. <laughs> Growth is a beautiful thing. Indeed. Lex, what but you say yeah. that you uh, be thinking about? I'm sorry. Every time I hear that song, I think about us in LA. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> good times. Good times. Very good times. Um, but yeah so when Faith married Stevie J most people were like what you know she's disgracing Biggie's legacy and what is she thinking and all of this but then I remembered that she and Biggie got married after only knowing each other for like two weeks so Mm. her judgment it can be questionable Mm. but that was also 20 years ago. Do we not grow? <laughs> True. You True. would think that, yeah. I don't know. Stevie seemed like he got that, you know, that mouthpiece where he could just talk you into anything. Uh-huh. Like yeah, He could talk that. you out your pants. <laughs> <is what laughs> See, I knew y'all was going to go there if I said that. <laughs> I was trying Literally. to be mature. <laughs> I was trying to be mature. But I mean, he got all them kids for a reason, so... Yeah, mm. absolutely. And they all look just like him. It's like God, yes. Like the Lord knew that he was gonna be a fuck boy. So like, <laughs> I'm gonna make sure you exactly. God was like, yeah, he gonna try to deny this one. Let me give this child everything he got, like right? <laughs> everything. Because I no mean, denying. even um, Jocelyn's baby was it Bonnie? Be- yeah, Bonnie uh, Bella. Look Bonnie like Bella me. look look like Stevina. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I saw that baby. I was like, oh no, that is Stevina J. That is nobody's uh Bonnie. Mm-mm-mm. Cray. Cray. But yeah, that's really unfortunate. I hate to hear that, you know, especially again right now. I'm pretty right. sure the police wasn't trying to hear it either. Like, we got all this to deal with, and then we got to come out here to y'all. Like, it's like, dang. But, I mean, best of luck to them. I really hope, like, whatever is supposed to happen with them happens, and, you know, just all the best to them and their peace of mind. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, wish, we're wishing them the best. Um, we hope everybody ends up where they're supposed to be. Mm-mm. Moving on is our next topic which is a favorite of mine called living single <laughs> and i have been waiting with bated breath for this <laughs> because this is our segment where we tell some of our own personal dating stories and this week let's talk about lex is the one that got the dating story and i can't wait all right ladies well you know <laughs> last week dr reese took us on a on a journey of a, a cheat date so I'm going to go the opposite route. Um, oh, you fancy? I, this this not this a bad story? 
I like the opposite route. Hold up. Well, hold on. Before before I say that, let me listen. Yes, yes, yes. So I had just moved to Alabama, um, and you know, I was on Bumble. I think I met him on Bumble. Um, We'll call him Jamal. (laughs) Jamal was newly divorced um, and had said up front, "I'm um, here. I'm a serial dater." I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm out here trying to live my best life because I was married. Now I'm divorced. You know, I want to live my life. Okay. Now, Jamal, I think good. Jamal had three kids um, by three women. Living his life. Living his best. <laughs> For a while. Jamal was in the military at one point. Um, but anyway, so we conversed. And I'm like, well, you know, if you want to take me out, who am I to deny him that right? Indeed. So we go. <laughs> Our first date is at Top Golf. Um, mm. Top Golf is, um, I think, it was fairly new to Birmingham at that point. Um, so we get there. There's a little wait. So you know, he gets us some drinks. We shoot some pool. Then we get up to the pod. He's like, you know, get whatever you want. Blah 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 blah. Check comes. I took a peek. Okay. <laughs> okay. Peek. Okay. Um, Bill was like two fifty. Oh, oh! <laughs> but if you're serially dating, uh, <laughs> is that like what? On every first day? Wait, can, right? can we pause for a second? Yes, yes, week, yes, we can. I talked about how <laughs> the top of my day was a pint of ice cream, <laughs> and now you got two fifty plus. Two fifty. From a man that is a serial dater. So, but it, it don't don't worry, ladies. <laughs> okay, so he continues to ask me out. We've been on a few dates at this point. Um, at one point, he invites me over. He cooked. It was really nice. Like, is he again? You know, are you doing this for everybody? Because this can be expensive. That's all I'm thinking about in my mind. You got three kids. You have already talked about your three child supports. <laughs> And, you know everything that goes with it. So let's fast forward two months. I call him. I'm like, "Hey, how you doing today?" He's like, "Man, today was bad. My car got repossessed." <gasps> <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Your car got repossessed." I was on a date, and I paid your car note. Uh, and in my mind, like he had a pickup truck. Um, I'm not that into cars. It didn't seem like a newer one to me. I don't know what his car made. Uh, I was about to say, say that wasn't paid off. Let's say it was three hundred. Okay. If you had just done one less date a month, <laughs> 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 not one. Could have been paid. Um, so that happened. He um, ended up borrowing a car. Well, not well, whatever. Getting a car from his parents. Uh, then you know we're still talking, uh, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, I'm about to get evicted." What? What? Your priorities are are totally jacked up. I said, "Now, no." Well, I appreciate it. You didn't have to take me to Top Golf on my first day. I said, I know how much you spent. That money clearly could have went somewhere else. Well, I'm just out here trying to live my life and 
you gonna be living in a cardboard box, but you're not driving nowhere. If you keep spending this time, right? I mean, but are you living though? He worked in construction. He made girl. He told me all his business. Um, he told me how much he made. He made good money. But it's like budget, right? And I was about to say he don't sound like he budgeted though. Man, if like, he, like he, he probably get paid money. in cash and then just. Uh huh. He out here, yeah, exactly, making it rain everywhere, oh, everywhere. Probably in like Dave and Buster's, for I'm sure a fraction of the cost. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know something. Um, so, you wow. know, I guess the point, niggas will always live. Um, <laughs> Every day of the week. And just live within your means. There is no reason for you to be out here dating multiple women and your car gets repossessed. That just doesn't make any sense. No, not at all. Wait till How you going to go on these dates now? To ball out or to date. Right, right. Because in my mind... Uh, Lex, I was sitting here thinking, okay, so yeah, he got the child support and everything, but maybe he don't have like other stuff going on. Like maybe his car is paid off. Maybe his home is paid off. Like maybe all he has to worry about is his child support and like utilities and things. But clearly that wasn't the oh, case. I forgot about oh, the child support. I got, oh man. I got so tickled. He bragged about um, living in like these luxury oh. apartments. He's like, yeah, you know, I live in these luxury apartments, blah, 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 blah. So when I went over there, it was like a regular apartment complex. Like it wasn't the hood, mm-hmm. but it wasn't granite. When I think of luxury apartments, I think of granite countertops, stainless steel. Right. Right. That's, that's, that's what I got. And right. I don't need to be paying what I pay here. <laughs> Listen. Uh, so, you know, I let him have, I never said anything. Uh, oh. Like, oh actually, basic. Um, oh, let's. <laughs> But then he came over. I took for him one time, um, and my apartment here, my first apartment here, was trash um, compared to what I had been in. And that's a whole other story for a different day. But it was—I mean, it was an okay apartment. But I have furniture. I have art on the wall. He walked in. He's like, "Oh, you live in a gated community? It's a place." <laughs> <laughs> he was impressed. You on your wall. <laughs> He's like, you didn't tell me you were living luxuriously right? too. And he literally said that. You got me over here bragging about my luxury apartment and look at you. <laughs> oh, no. sir. Oh, poor guy. Oh. I'm sorry that I have pictures on the wall. Like, I don't know what to, to tell you. Right. Before, he did have furniture. He had, you know, utensils and plates because I have had some horror stories from some homegirls. We've gone over to dude's place and they don't even have no plates. Um, and all they got and, is quick trip cuts. And and they, and we passed the college age. Yes. Like they have. Oh, okay. Because yes. I'm, I'm expecting that. Be, a story, one of my homegirls was telling me a story maybe two weeks ago. No. Hey. Is she, and she she's in our demographic? Oh wow. Okay. No. 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 I wish you would give me a quick trip cut. I don't know. So Why are you inviting me to your house if you don't have? No, no, no. The, the dollar store has plates, plates. Cups, cups, bowls, exactly. Right? So they, you can, they, he, he had like food to cook and then like no plate to put it on. <laughs> or is he only eating out? <laughs> I'm so confused. 
I will get further clarification from that homegirl on that. Um, yes, please do. Like, Jamal yes. had things. It just was like, it was an apartment. You know, he lives there. Um, I mean, it's a guy, you know, it's, yeah. So, but he really he thought he was up, uh, moving to Florida to drive trucks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, oh, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> girl. <laughs> I mean, well, at least you got, you know, some nice dates out of me. Listen, sure did. (laughs) Wow. Car repossessed, about to get evicted, but you are spending $250 per date. For multiple. For multiple people. Right. Because on the next day, the second day, I think it may have been like Cheesecake Factory or something. Um, what did we do that second day? I can't, but nothing was, I mean, it wasn't like we was doing two for 20s, right. you know right. what I mean? Right. Um, and I See, just, I'm always so scared, like when I go out with guys, like even if they tell me order what I want, I'm still like, no, I'm, can I I'm get never, <laughs> oh, sorry, go ahead. No, that that was it. I'm just saying, like, I'm always leery of that. Like, one, because I'm afraid that you ain't going to be able to get it when this bill comes and we're going to have to either split it or I got it. Or two, you're going to expect something at the end of the night. So, well, for me, it's I'm more like, of a consideration. So, well, I that too, that too. Because I, yeah. I don't really know what your pockets are looking like. So, I don't want to, um, I'm probably not gonna order as nice as something as if I was paying for myself. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I always ask them. I always ask them what they're gonna, what they're thinking about getting, and then try to shoot for something around that. Good answer. Good answer. (laughs) (laughs) But no, that's that's true. Like I've had a guy. He eased me into like he was like, hey, like it was so. It sounded so rehearsed. It looks like they have two for twenty here, and I'm like, oh, okay. So that's that's what we doing. And and that's okay. fine because again, if he's paying, I'm that's right. fine. All right, we we we're gonna stick to the two for twenty menu. That's fine. You know, thank you for letting me know up front. But yeah, don't act like you can do it. And then with that bill coming, it's like, woo! Didn't know you was gonna get that second margarita. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but you told me I could. Like, <laughs> but so, I do yeah. always. Uh, my mother always told me, you know, if you go out on a date, have some money with you just yes. in case. Always. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. I don't see how people do it and they don't have no money on them. Like, because that's my biggest fear. Like, sitting there and we looking at each other. It's like that Diddy meme. And he's looking at me. And, I, <laughs> and I'm looking at him. And he's looking at me. And I'm looking at him. <laughs> That like, actually happened to me one time. This was, I was in college. Um, no, guy, are you serious? Oh, no. He had just got a bank account. And so he had starter checks. And he didn't realize that restaurants, first of all, don't take checks. Oh, God. What? How do you? How do you? Don't how do you? Okay. So when it comes time to pay, he proudly take out his little check. <laughs> and they're like, the way she's like, no. Oh. <laughs> and no. I did end up paying. He gave me that was a hard <laughs> <learning>. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, but y'all was in college, right? He was just excited to just have his little bank account. I I would have asked him, I was like, have you ever seen anybody pay with a check? Because I know I've never seen nobody write a check at the restaurant. My man's Most people friend. are like cash or charge. They're not like <laughs> check. <laughs> they ask for the check at the end of the night. They don't pay with a check. <laughs> Let alone a starter check. <laughs> a starter check. I, wow. Okay. Mm, a starter check. Oh, I like a little Fish, Fisher Price play play <laughs> check set. <laughs> That's so cute. Oh my God. Well, at least he gave you the money back, you know, because some dudes out there, they'll let you pay and then just get ghosts. Like, they just got them a free meal. I'm like, oh, oh, that's what we doing? <laughs> that's again Woo. a story another day. Ah, mm, that was a good one. Uh, <laughs> poor baby. Um, but yeah, I guess that'll teach him. I bet he's going on a, uh, a lot more cost efficient dates now. Because I, um, I, I hope so too. Because that, I mean, I. I I know it's expensive for for dudes anyway. Like if you know they're dating multiple people or trying to be out here dating multiple people, it's pricey. So I'm I'm okay with the coffee date in the beginning. Uh, I would prefer like a a real coffee place though. Like don't let's not do Dunkin' Donuts, which I had that happen before. But anyway, um, let's do like a real. <laughs> A real, and you know, you know, just try to make bring some class to it. You know, it don't have to be expensive for it to be nice. So, I get it. But woo, woo I'm I'm gonna remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. So moving on, we got our next segment coming up, which is another fave of mine called "Keep Your Head Up." What? <laughs> <laughs> Again, there's really no what, but I, I like to add the what because every time I sing the thing, when I sing the theme song, like you know, you can, you gotta add the what. It's like keep your head up, what? Keep that's your head right. up. That's right. That's like right. see, that's right. See, you got to, you gotta add it. So I found this story on the internet, on the interwebs, and the funny thing is, I actually heard this story on another podcast first. Um, I didn't hear it in its entirety, but I heard the backlash about the story. Um, and it was about a young man by the name of CJ King, who had just graduated from law school. And he was very proud of himself, you know, um, and his accomplishments. And so I originally thought the post was going to be about, you know, him graduating from law school and, and this, that, and the third. But it turned into something else and the headline of the post or, you know, the takeaway was I'm the prize now. And I'm like, what does that mean? And so after I heard the backlash on the other podcast, I went and Googled. All I did was put in, I'm the prize now. And this fool came came up. He came up like no lie. It was like one of the first stories. And so long story short, CJ uh, claims that he has entered a new arena of black men. And this arena makes him the prize now. And what he means by that is he is a successful black man. He is under 30. 
He has two degrees. He's heterosexual. He's attractive. He's single. And he has a high earning potential now that he's graduated from law school. And this is the type of man that black women are looking for, you know, and it's not too many of them out here like him because, and he broke, he actually broke down statistics. What, where he got these stats from, I don't know. I don't know if they're actual real stats or just stats that he made up. Cause of course he did not cite where he got the stats from, but just to give you all some background of the stats, he said in his post on IG that 37% of black men are in jail. Um, Seven, only 7% of black men are professional black men. And because of this, 70% of black women will go unmarried because they're all looking for that 7% of black man that is professional and has their stuff together. And then he went on to say that black women are um, looking for even more specific black men who not only have their stuff together, but are not a lame, that have some swag, that have some edge, that have some style. So now, you know, the percentage has decreased from seven to, you know, whatever the new number is. He didn't give a stat on that. But he was proud to say that he is in that category like not only is he professional and got it together but he has the swag and he has the style and the edge and all of that good stuff so he ended all of that to say who's the prize now baby when i tell you he got lit the hell up in the comments can i read yes. my favorite <laughs> please please do my my face i don't know if this is true or not but my number one comment um and your ass still didn't pass the bar that's <laughs> but it's the truth it's the truth because sir you got your jd yes but you have to pass the bar in order to be a practicing attorney and have high earning potential you ain't earning shit right now because you got to pay off them damn student right. loans what you so earning yeah you got a degree but you got to be able to use it thing. The Bible says, he who finds a wife <laughs> finds a good thing. Mm. Not she who finds a man with a degree and no kids <laughs> under 30. Come on. Right? Like, I, I miss the prize now. Proverbs. It don't say that. I did too. I did too. He, he definitely did not cite no Bible. Well, he's obviously yeah. a virtuous man. Um, <laughs> Is he? <laughs> I didn't read that on his profile. On his profile, he describes himself as future author, content creator, entrepreneur, investor, and podcaster. Mm. Sound a little bipolar to me, but <laughs> uh, you, got, you, got, you got a lot going on, sir. But, I um, but yeah, he definitely um, didn't describe. run into a few of... The irony is that he sees himself as the prize because he's different. And I have run into quite a few of this type right um because once you <laughs> reach a particular i don't want to say like level or echelon but basically like once you have so many mm-hmm. degrees and you become more specialized in what you do the the circles get smaller um mm. and unfortunately a lot of the black men in these spaces think that they're special and so you should treat them like they're special mm-hmm. 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 he basically he just voiced what 
uh, the the men in this category uh-huh. were thinking. Like they they think this. He just had the balls to say it out loud and got his ass lit <laughs> up. You know, instead of now the rest of them was like, Oop. so I used to, I used to talk to a guy, guy who was out. very vocal about the fact that um that you know the numbers are not in our favor. But I and this guy was just like like he looked fantastic on paper, right? Like if you if you went home and told your mama that you were dating a guy who was this 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 and this, she'd be like, okay, great. But he is a terrible person. So <laughs> damn. I mean, that pretty much outweighs any accomplishment you've ever made in life. Mm. I mean, and, and, and most of the time it ends up like that. Like it's always the ones that look good on paper, and then it's like you meet them in real life. And they are assholes because they know that they got it together on paper. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I can't, I can't put up with that just to say that I have the perfect man, like in, in retrospect, you know, I want, there, there there's some things honestly that are just way more important to me than just what your resume looks like Mm -hmm. and your accolades and your accomplishments. Like if we can't vibe or if all you're talking about is your accomplishments or your accomplishments and accolades, like keep you away all the time. Like I don't never see you. (laughs) Then what's the point? But this to me sounds like a person who needs to see a therapist because you don't Mm. understand the difference between yourself and what you've accomplished. Now I will, I will Mm. give him the space of when you have a graduate degree, you have, you're riding on a a wave for a little bit, right? Like you're feeling yourself. Um, But most people don't go on the internet and lambast the rest of the population and let them know that they're the prize. Most people are just like, oh, I graduated law school or, oh, you know, I got my PhD, whatever. Um, mm. But yeah, no. And then the internet never dies. So even if you took that down, that has been screenshotted so many times. Heck yeah. It's right. Like, oh, it's, wow. It's be here forever. He did turn the comments off. But I bet he up. did turn the comments off, shoot. But he gave the comments on another uh, post, and they still like <laughs> him up under this totally <laughs> related post. To so go back to what you were saying, um, it says, do you want to be a king or do you want to be the queen? Pick one. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. Because the queen uh, is the one to be found. The queen is the prize. Uh, I mean, that's how he acted. But that just shows you, know, you at least he lets you know up front who he is. Indeed. Um, and to exactly. somebody, he probably is the prize. Um, mm. There's some young lady out there that's going to be like, yes, CJ, or whatever oh, his name I was is. just thinking that too, You're unfortunately. Right. Like, she's going to see his accomplishments as more important than his character. Which is, uh, she got it. Tragedy. <laughs> but, but, you know, some people are really like that. I... Uh, <laughs> I dated a guy. <laughs> <laughs> and when he got his master's, we'll say his last name was Williams. It's not good. No. He was really running around trying to make No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sir, if you want a title like that, you then you need to be doctor. Like that's when you can put your title in your name, not master. <laughs> Sir. Now he did go on to get his doctorate, but yes, he was really out here to talk about <laughs> <I'm not laughs> 
<laughs> and he was serious. Oh my word! Oh, I cannot. Wow. I mean, don't get me wrong. When I got I my masters, I said something along the lines of "I'm a master," not "call me master Duncan" <laughs> or any of that. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I, I told them I'm gonna start putting Master Jones in my, in my email signature, even though I don't have. I'm not working nowhere in the <laughs> I love it. I love it. Why not? I could not. I mean, why not? You earned it. Shoot, <laughs> man, I can't. But you know what I get from from guys like that, or or just people like that in general. Like I feel like they've had a lot of hurt growing up like maybe they were teased and picked on or you know just something happened like just in their adolescence and now it's like payback Mm -hmm. you know look at me now like that's what I get from him in this post you know somebody hurt his little feelings back in the day and he wants them to know like I have arrived like this what you could have had but you didn't you know, had you played your cards right, you could have had the prize yeah. because I'm the prize. They definitely get That's what I uh, hurt. Hey, he don't want us anyway. Say it again, let's... Up with, uh, I'm sorry, and scrolling on his page, he don't want us anyway. He posts up with uh, Peruvian oh, Florella. Well. Shut up. <laughs> you can let her take you the prize then. Go on over there. Exactly. And that's somebody in the comments was like, go on ahead and get you a non-black woman because it's over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but yeah, like that's who's gonna have that mentality with him. Like, and that's that's who he needs because I mean the, the things that he's accomplished are great, but black women have been accomplishing all of those Girl. things for years. Like, and we're not running around screaming, we the prize, like we let our accolades do the talking. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have to say anything, you know? So, I'm, you know, welcome to the club, sir, you know? <laughs> um, but there's a whole bunch of prizes out there. You ain't the only one, trust. All right. All right. I know the statistics will have you thinking one thing, but there are some really good guys out there, and they may not have a graduate degree or something to that effect, but they are just as accomplished, so... I'm not buying into the hype uh, of what he's trying to sell. Like, he can keep that. Right. Right. Like, good job. Congratulations to you. But Right. What, you want a cookie? Like, <laughs> but, I mean, he learned that day. Woo! <laughs> no, he's still learning. Right. I'm surprised. Maybe not. Because I'm genuinely surprised this post is still up. So, I, mm. you know what? I'm going to listen to one of his podcast episodes <laughs> <laughs> oh please uh share well, that yeah, with me maybe. i definitely I want sure to will. hear I'll, please share so yes thank you for allowing me to share that this week because when i saw that i said oh oh yeah well, no <laughs> we got we, we got to talk about this <laughs> the prize mm. so I'm moving on um we got our next segment again. I know I keep saying that this is my fave. Like I don't, I really don't know which one is my favorite because I love all of these segments. But uh, this one definitely has a a place in my heart because you know it's about my homegirls. My homegirls stand in my life. Am I right? True blue, it's tight like glue. Okay, sorry, but uh, hey, okay. <laughs> I think that this is definitely um, going to be my favorite segment. And um, ladies, I, we got a good one this week. Are you ready? 
ready. I'm ready. All right. Says, hey, ladies, I absolutely love the show. Here's my dilemma. I've been in a relationship for two years, and it's been great. We actually recently got engaged. I received my dream job offer, but it's across the country. We live in Atlanta, and the job offer is in California. It has also tripled my current salary. My fiance has made it very clear that he has no interest in ever leaving Atlanta, so I'm scared to tell him. Initially, I applied not even thinking that I would be considered, let alone offered the position. I'm scared to tell my fiance because what if he doesn't want to go? He works for TSA, so I'm sure his job is transferable. If he doesn't want to go, do I stay in my okay job for love or do I pursue my dreams? Oh, girl. This is hard. This one's hard. Like, I will say, like, I realized um, a few years ago as someone who uh, moves for work, like, whenever I get a new job, I have to move. Um, I realized when talking to colleagues in my field that that decision is much easier for me because I don't have to consider anybody else when I make that decision. Mm -hmm. So, I am. I will say, as someone who has moved quite a few times um, for work as well, I always let it be known. Um, So, for example, when I moved to Alabama the first time um, and started dating a guy, I told him up front, I was like, look, this is not my home. (laughs) (laughs) I will not be here long. Are you okay with that? Um, and he said he was, and when I moved back to Atlanta, it did, you know, eventually end up being uh, the end of our relationship, but I was very upfront about it. Um, so I think that that's important. Now, Miss Ma'am here, um, definitely should have had a conversation with her fiance. Um, you know, if she had an interest in this job in California. Yeah. And he has already told you that he ain't leaving Atlanta. You know, that's something that, that, and you have this great relationship, that's something that y'all should have been discussed. Because mm-hmm. how's he supposed to feel when you're like, so they... <laughs> <laughs> right, because he's going to be wondering why you even bothered applying for this job if you knew that he mm-hmm. had no plans of leaving Atlanta. Um, and it can be tough. I'm not going to say that long distances, long distances, long distance relationships cannot work. Uh, but cross the country, like if you're used to seeing somebody every day. Right. Um, and then, especially in the state that the world is in now, how often are y'all realistically going to see? Right, because I'm terrified like, to get on the plane. Listen, mm. And who's going to drive to California? <laughs> having driven to Texas quite a few times that ain't for the uh, faint of heart no, no, no. Um, so I can't tell you what to do because triple your salary even if you you know Ooh. let's say you're making 30000 you know 90000 that's a lot of money um, <laughs> that's a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> the pool episode I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you gotta talk to the man. I don't know how long of a deadline that you have to accept this job offer. Um, you know, and you saying that's your dream job. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe he'll be willing to make that sacrifice. Like, I mean, if he's worked for TSA, I'm sure LAX. Well, I, I don't know. I'm sure LAX. Right. 
maybe he's in his standing and like you said, can transfer, you know, or are you willing to move him out there and support him if they're not until he finds something? Um, that has to be taken into consideration too. They didn't say if they were married, right? They're engaged. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Like the self and again, I'm, I'm I've never had to move for a job, but I'm in a position where if I had to, I could because I don't have anything or anybody else to consider. Mm-hmm. I mean, the selfish part of me want to be like, do it. I'm going to be like bad Kermit, you know, with the hood on, be like, do it, you know, just go. But oh, love is a powerful thing. And, you know, I'm just wondering myself too, why she applied. <laughs> knowing how he felt about it you know oh that's a hard one sis Uh, i wonder if um there are lots of things to be taken into consideration and lots of questions to ask so like could this be a temporary move and then you end up with something maybe at the same corporation or the same job like back in atlanta um yeah, there are lots of questions to be had. I can tell you what mm-hmm. I have seen. Um, I have seen this quite a few times. Um, women who get jobs in other places and their husbands don't want or spouses don't want to move their male partners. I have seen in every single instance, unless the man wanted to move, the woman ended up coming back home and staying. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that, but I've seen that quite well, a few times. It's funny that you mentioned that, uh, Kim, because I have a friend and it's similar to both of your situations. Like she has to move a lot, you know, for work. When she gets a job, she goes for that job. And it was kind of the same thing. Her husband didn't want to move. Um, and she commuted uh, back and forth to this job. Like, luckily, it was only a four-hour commute, oh. but she she commuted. Like, she was <clears throat> one way, four hours, one way. And she, she didn't do this every day. Like, she would split oh. her time. But, like, she would stay there for, like, two to three days and then come home. And she did this for I don't know how long. But, I mean, it definitely was a strain. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a strain. And but she really wanted that job, you know. That's how it emotionally, financially. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, I don't know like all the logistics, but I know it was it was tiring, you know. And so ultimately she did end up getting a job close back here, you know, closer to, to home where she did not have to do that commute anymore. But I mean it was a sacrifice that she was willing to make and I don't know, like California though, that that ain't no commute right there where you can <laughs> drive in and drive back. Right. Um right. Oh but yeah, I mean yeah. um yeah, I, I think your friend is um in a similar field to mine. Yes, she is. And yeah. Our jobs sometimes are not in favorable places, but we want to live in better places than where we work it's a mess (laughs) yeah yeah exactly so I mean again ultimately she did not stay in that position she you know 
moved to a better position, a more convenient location. Um, but it's just it's just always crazy to me, especially when an opportunity like this presents itself. If it were the other way around, I would move for my spouse. Like if this was their dream job and they really wanted it, yeah, I'd be a little, I'd be feeling some kind of way that they applied knowing how I felt. But I mean, I wouldn't want to deny them the opportunity to at least have a shot at their dream, you know? Yeah. So that's why I have always said, this is going to sound crazy, but I need to marry a guy, like a teacher or an accountant, somebody who can get a job anywhere. Because, um, like, if I married... I don't know, like someone who does what Lex does. We gonna be a mess trying to figure out where the is. <laughs> well, I will say in my situation, anytime that I have moved, I have applied. Gotcha. Um, um, this is something that I wanted. Um, and I enjoy having that flexibility. But I also know what can be home and what cannot right. be home. <laughs> 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 so I'm, I'm always very honest and upfront. Um, you know, when I'm dating someone, where I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't see myself being here forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if we've actually helped this girl or not, but yeah, you definitely got to talk to him. Though you got to see where his mind at. Oh yeah, be prepared. <laughs> he's gonna be pissed. And he's going to reiterate that he doesn't want to go anywhere. Um, but hopefully he'll be reasonable. Maybe you can present some flow charts. Of <laughs> 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 why this is the best opportunity for the both of you, you know, and maybe he'll come around, you know. Uh, otherwise, not to add fire to the flame, but I hope like he doesn't want to leave Atlanta for something like like what if he has elderly parents, right? You know what I mean? Um, and he's their caretaker, um, or something. You know what I mean? Something like that. So there's just there's a lot of unknown. Hopefully that's not the case because if that's the case, you won't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know what, Lex, do she, she might be trying to get away. Maybe it's a future mother-in-law situation that she's trying to deal with. (laughs) Again, that's something y'all should have talked about. (laughs) Right. But I totally agree with you, Lex, because now, again, if that were my situation and it were, like, something like that where it was, like, my parents and let's say, like, I had no siblings or anything here, like, I'm not leaving. I'm sorry. That's a non-negotiable. Like, my my parents and my family, like, that's that's important to me. And whoever I date is going to know that up front. You know, um, so yeah, I'm hoping that's not the case either. Maybe he's just one of those people who you know loves Atlanta and don't want to be nowhere else. You know, I hope so. I hope so. Because that's to me something that could be swayed. You know, but yeah. Ooh, girl, good luck. Yes, girl. (laughs) We want to know. Ooh, All right. Mm-hmm. Episode two, ladies. Oh. Episode two in the books. <laughs> so tonight's quote, I don't necessarily agree with. And uh, as a woman in my 30s, in my 20s, sure. Um, but I, it's funny nonetheless. Um, 
And it comes from my favorite living single gal, Maxine Shaw, uh, Ride the Maverick. And it goes I need it. Like <laughs> you see, a good man is like fine wine. They all start out like grapes. Our job is to stop them. <laughs> and then keep them in the dark until they mature into something we wouldn't mind having do. <laughs> you don't agree with that? Not as a woman. No, in my, in my 20s, I, I probably would agree with that. 20s. But in my 30s, yeah. I would prefer for some other woman to have stomped on him. Yeah. <laughs> for dinner with me. I agree. I definitely agree. I'm like, because we we running out of time here. I can't, how long I got to keep you in the dark for? Like, right. <laughs> I totally agree. Good old Maxine Shaw. Mm. Roger Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> all right we got another one in the books i love it and i guess we will hit you all next week with another exciting episode we'll have a new flavor cover story new living single new keep your head up and a new listener letter for you guys all right so next see you next week bye All right. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to another episode of I'm Glad I Got My Girls. (laughs) Oh, man. As usual, we have an exciting show for you today, boys and girls. Uh, We have the crew back in effect. We got Let's Talk About Lex. We got Dr. Kimberly Reese. Ma'am. I yep, yep. Tequila tonight, not wine. Oh, oh. You know what? <laughs> I was about to ask you what you drinking on because I saw you take a big old go. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Tequila. Okay. And I am just disappointed in myself because once again, I did not go to the liquor Damn. store. You know this comes up every week. I know, but you know, listen, <laughs> I am high key terrified of coronavirus, and people where I live don't understand that masks are a thing. So I stay okay. Around. So where you I, are, I, can I alcohol uh, be delivered? Because it can't be delivered in Alabama. Okay, great. Dang y'all! Y'all want me to send y'all a care package? <laughs> I'll okay. be uh, closer to your way this weekend, so I'm a I'm a stock up. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to make that trip. You know, yeah. be masked up. I don't know. Everybody just kind of like, oh, it's over, and just doing what they want to do. Like, I've been getting mask shame uh, when I go out. They're like, oh, you still wearing a mask? Uh, yes, I'm still wearing a mask. Um, Is coronavirus still a thing? Right. Did, did <laughs> I not? Did I miss a news report in the last 20 minutes? Um, wow. Did, did something happen? Did we have a vaccine come out? Like, I don't, I don't know. So, yeah, I, I meant to tell y'all that I got mask shamed yesterday and I didn't like that. <laughs> it's been three months and I've been out three or four times, literally. In three months. Listen. And every time I go out, I'm, I'm in the minority with my mask. <laughs> It's me and the employees of wherever I'm at. But the customers, raw dogging is there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say real quick before we get into it, like, you know, I've returned to work uh, and it's I'm on week three. And uh, yesterday I had a client pop up on the job. Now, our building is not letting people who do not work in the building in the building. So this 
client decided, oh, I want to know what's going on, like, you know, with what y'all doing. So let me just pop up on you and we're going to have a sit down about everything. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, and the, the way our building is right now, they didn't even let him in the lobby. <laughs> I went downstairs to the lobby. I said, uh, where is he? Security was like, he out there. And it was like out there <laughs> by the parking deck. I was like, oh. <laughs> I hollered. I was so... <laughs> I, I was like, oh, wow. So, yeah, I, I went out there and got him. Not a mask to first. Not one mask, not one glove. But his companion had, he, she was suited up, ready to go. And I said, why didn't you make sure he was suited up, ready to go? I told him, I don't know what happened. I don't know why he didn't bring it. I told him. And so when we brought him up to the office, we shamed him there, too. We were like, where's your mask? And he was just like, oh, you know, I forgot. And he was making me so anxious because he was touching things in the office. He was like trying to explain it. He's one of those hand talkers. So he's talking with his hands, but he's touching the table. We had a box of Kleenex on the table. He's touching the Kleenex. Like it was really, it was making me uncomfortable. So yeah, like I, I want to be home so bad. So I, I'm, I'm so jealous of you guys for only going out three to four times Listen, in three months. If I could, I went I, home to vote. That is it in the last <laughs> three months. So. Yeah, and even that was very. Oh my gosh, that that made me so anxious. Like. <laughs> Because even though like they have the the stickers on the floor that shows how far apart you're supposed to be, you think people did that? No. Yeah. All right. So uh, we have a guest with us again this week, and I want to introduce our girl Oso Wright. Oso Wright is a woman raised on Southern classics like Dumbo, Booty Shake Music, Lightning Bugs, and Coca Cola. An avid lover of Black folk. You can find her curating Black musical experiences, reading works by Black writers, and supporting other Black-owned things. In short, she is Blackity Black. <laughs> All right. So, welcome, Oso Wright. Thank you for joining us. Hi. 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 I just want to point out that of the three of us, I have known Oso Wright the least amount of time, and I have known her for 22 years at this point. Dang! That's the hell. Yikes. Uh, Dang. Yeah, we we go way back. Yes, yes. Go ahead and throw yours out there, Britt. I'm not, you see him over here like counting. I don't know if you can see me. I'm like sitting here like, okay, 13. And then I'm not going to say nothing else after that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a long time. That's all I'm going to say. Because well, <laughs> you know I'm only uh, 18. I'll throw it out there. Um, I'm sitting at 30 in September. Woo! <laughs> 30 years of knowing our guests. So, yeah. So, Why y'all was in like the womb. We, we like met in kindergarten. Oh, okay. <laughs> she she wrote her name on the board, and I said, "Hey, that's that's my last name too." And we we've been friends ever since. Oh, it's so, so cute. Yes. Dang. So, needless to say, we got a lot of history between all of us. Um, and I didn't even realize it until just now. 
that everybody was like connected and for such a long length of time. But um, that just goes to show that, you know, we keep good people around here on I'm Glad I Got My Girls, you know? <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. All right. So um, we're going to go ahead and move into the flavor cover story of the week. Um, so some of you may have heard about this by now, but um, a young comedian by the name of B. Simone went on uh, Nick Cannon's, I think it's his serious uh, radio show and said something to the effect of she does not want to date a man with a 9 to 5. And when he asked why, she said that she wants someone who can understand why she's up at 3 a.m. in the morning working. Um, This comment uh, created what you might call a firestorm of reactions um, to people saying, responding to her comments, agreeing, disagreeing, um, all kinds of stuff. So, my question for y'all is what are your thoughts on your potential partner's um, way of income, method of income? Right? Do you care if your man has a 9 to 5 or if he's an entrepreneur? I'll start. Um, as someone who works non-traditional hours and every Saturday (laughs) it can be hard if you're used to if you date if I were to date somebody with a 9 to 5 it can be a little hard because you know those people are used to being being able to do something Saturday and Sunday whereas to me my Wednesdays is popping (laughs) I'm wide open so I mean, it really just um, it depends. I'm not gonna say I would I wouldn't um, I wouldn't say that at all. And I think that I think you just have to find somebody that understands uh, what what you do to totally rule out a nine to five. She might be blocking her blessing. Indeed. Indeed. Um, you, Brett. Same Britney. Yeah, it's legal and ain't nobody beating down my door talking about some where were you on such and such and such night at such and such time. You know, we've had this conversation about like uh people in their jobs. You know, I like to know what you do, you know, so we ain't rolling by the bank and you talking about, you know, you gotta stop by work and next thing you know, you holding the place up. And you running out to us and drive, drive. And you know, <laughs> I'm like, this is not what you told me that you did. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm open to whatever. Like I said, as long as it's legit, you know, we can work around. If I really like you, then we'll make it work. I had all kinds of questions. And maybe this is just because I ask questions for a living. Uh, but first I was like, wait, what constitutes a nine to five, right? I don't work for myself. I do a little work for myself on the side, but primarily my paycheck comes from somewhere else. Um, and I work crazy hours. So I only have to be somewhere, you know, a few hours a week, but the rest of the week I'm at home plugging away. So 
granted, I don't do this because I have an old person sleep schedule, but I could be, I could very well be up at three in the morning plugging away if, you know, I had the energy of a 20-something year old. But, um, yeah, it just seems so short-sighted to me, I suppose. Mm, I agree. Like, I come from a family of entrepreneurs, so I know what goes into that. It's a lot of work, and there are a lot of headaches involved. Um, But, yeah, to me, it's mostly, um, is what you do legal? Can you sustain yourself on your income? I don't care if you do that nine to five or if you own the thing. <laughs> I just don't. Legal. What about you? Also, right? What you think? Yeah. Can y'all hear me okay? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not tripping about nobody's work schedule. Like at all. Um I, especially because I work a traditional nine to five, but also have a son. So like my weekends and, you know, like my schedule is not something that's set every week. Um, so, I mean, that doesn't matter to me. It's an entrepreneur, like I'm, I'm happy that you're doing something, that you're making your money, whether it's you want, you're an entrepreneur, whether you know what I'm saying you hustling as long as it's legal as Britt said because um yeah I'm not I'm definitely not trying to get caught up in nobody's bullshit no no because um yeah it's um it's more important that you know you're doing something that you is sustaining you that's keeping you fed it's keeping you taken care of Wow. Especially something that in an entrepreneur sense, like if it makes you happy, if it's serving you, hey, do your thing. Do your thing. I agree. As long as you yeah. understand that, because there might be some days where I'm walking in the house at three o'clock in the morning, depending on what's going on at work. I just mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right. I've had a job like that, and I'm like, you know, I need folks to be real understanding because, like, I w- I come in at like six o'clock in the morning, and I need you to trust that I'm where I say I am. Like, gr- trust I would not be out at no six o'clock in the morning if I didn't have to be. So listen, <laughs> right. And it it seems like there's a lot of assuming what people know, right? Like, I feel like people there are people who work nine to five who understand that entrepreneurs have crazy hours or that other jobs have crazy hours like ruling somebody out because they work a standard work day just seems odd to me me too steady stable income you are right and legal you are right (laughs) I'm not mad at your W2 okay (laughs) 1099 if the job is right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, 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 and you are responsible enough to pay uh, to put away the appropriate amount for taxes to pay that good Uncle Sam. Yes, <laughs> be some honest found herself in a world of trouble these past two weeks. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? I have been seeing her like she's been trending. I'm just like, ooh, I'm this ain't, I'm pretty sure what she was hoping for, you know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, she, she definitely got me on that one. I was like, um, no nine to five. Like who, 
who just who turns down the fact that they even want a guy with a job period but now you being picky about what his job is <laughs> I'm not about to block my blessing like that I'm not gonna do it can't do it and not five is like the most stable thing usually <laughs> so she's talking about she a comedian how often you getting shows Especially Girl. now. <laughs> and that's what I'm about to be say. wide open. What you doing right now? Well, lots of entrepreneurs are really struggling right now in this moment. But she does, does she have mm-hmm. a cosmetics line or did I make that up? Yeah, I think I see. Ooh, I don't know. If, if she does, I ain't about nothing. So <laughs> when I think about makeup, I really don't think about B. Simone. So listen, I think she has a gloss or something. Um, <laughs> oh, good for her. But. <laughs> A gloss. <laughs> <laughs> that was real shady. Like, okay. <laughs> I think he has a gloss. But so it really kind of reminds me. Now he didn't have a nine to five, but I think about like Candy and Ty, mm-hmm. right? And how um, he, you know, she has like eight thousand jobs and a gazillion dollars, but he was doing his thing in his line of work. Right. Of, like if Candy had the took the position that B. Simone took, they wouldn't be married with two more kids, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, especially if, uh, especially if Mama uh, Joyce. Thank you. Mama Joyce had her way. <laughs> if Mama Joyce had her way, Candy would be single forever. Forever. Oh, you know, but mm, who knows? I Maybe mean, that's what she wants. <laughs> That way, all her money and her focus could be on her. But mm-hmm. I personally think that's a bigger issue about her, <laughs> her first son or her, yeah, her oldest child. Her, well, yeah, that's a whole nother. That's a whole mm. nother story for a whole nother day. Agreed. Mm. Speaking of stories, I think it's gonna be story time. We're gonna do living. Our, our, our guest Osa Wright has decided to bless us with her living single story. So take it away. Oh, yes. So you all have been um, talking about online dating. And so I wanted to share my Tinder story, my Tinder experience. Um, as Lex knows, like I've been super resistant to online dating. Um, <laughs> even more so like talking about tinder and all that so this is i guess probably this has been a minute because i think i've gotten on tinder once for maybe like three weeks and another time for maybe a little bit longer but yeah normally i just i can't do it i haven't been able to and this is one of the reasons why so i'm on tinder and um, i connect with the guy and we're texting through the app and it's all good. You know, he asked me what kind of things do I like to do? Um, like, I and you know, I told him, I said, I like music. I like going to shows, you know, I like going to bars, I like going to dance clubs, video games, like anything, eating, I'm pretty easy. And so he's like, okay, um, that sounds good. So he and I take it off of Tinder. So now we're texting with our phone numbers. And um, we we spent like a whole day texting. I was I was at work 
And, you know, the conversation was just cool, like no, no pressure. So we talked about meeting up. Um, he said, yeah, you know, I figured we could play video games. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, I would love to go to play video games on a first date or meet up, whatever fuck they calling it right now, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, that next day, I'm like, okay, so what? where did you want to meet for, for, you know, play video games? He's like, well, I get off work around five. I usually stop at Publix for a sub, and then I'm at my house. I'm at the career playing, you know, playing Call of Duty. I'm like, okay, so where do you want to meet? <laughs> He's like, <laughs> what? I'm like so confused right now. Like, what are we saying? So now I'm like in my phone scrolling. Like, did I miss a <laughs> about me coming to your house? Like, is that where you're? So then I'm like, um, you're. I said I thought we were going to play video games. He's like, yeah, we can play them at my at my crib. I'm like, yo, so you're asking me the first time that I meet you in person for me to come to your residence, nigga. <laughs> we're like, mm. I mean, I really, I really wish I could have seen, like, he could have seen my face. But I'm just like, how dare you? Right. How dare you have the unmitigated gall to invite me to your apartment to play video games the first time that you meet me? What's up? So, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I have so, questions. I'm going to just write them down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I say to him, I'm like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't feel comfortable with that. I'm not coming to your house. I'm like, you know, so let's just meet up somewhere. And so now he's like, well, you know, this is usually my Friday night thing. Like I do this every Friday. I'm like, oh, and now you have the nerve to be resistant? Right. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let me get this straight. You out here on this Tinder app, on this dating, online dating app, inviting women to just come and play video games? I wonder if this has worked before. I really, you know what? I wish I had got, taken the time to get that deep into it. I really do. <laughs> Now I have you know, some follow-up questions because I'm like, is this what you're doing? Is, you, is this re- you really out here like this? I mean, so yeah. So I asked, I said, okay, so let me just make sure that I'm clear. <laughs> you're saying that you, you, you don't think that it's worth taking a Friday night out of your regularly scheduled programming to just meet up with me. To meet me in person, you you would rather that I risk my safety to come to your place because you don't want to step you don't want to step away from your public sub sandwich. For the- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, oh, I'm just making sure. And he's like, well, you know, I just he was like, it's just easy. No, no, that's okay. Wow. You don't wait. You don't have- it's it's easy. You're not willing to leave your house, like not even to go down the street. Man, something's obviously wrong with you. Wow. So, and but and then after that, I was really like soured on online dating because it wasn't just him. Because then it was some other, you know, weirdos and just like man, like some people like they want to spend the whole time texting. Oh, yeah. So, 
yeah so i figured you know what maybe this is just not it's just not for me so yeah that was my I've, and i have i don't have a lot more but definitely that one and then i do remember recall an asian guy i did we we did match on tinder and that was interesting because i actually I, yeah I, and i was like you know um what's up like how did you How'd you end up on me? You know, like do you this is like straight out of a Issa Rae show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, when I asked him that, he was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Because it's very rare that um, that I, I've ever had anyone outside of black men, you know, match with me or you know, showing any interest." And he was like, I don't understand. I'm a, he, and like, he got offended. He's like, I don't understand what you, why you're asking me that. He quickly. <laughs> so, hey. You like the black ideas. And I don't even, that was just like the tip of the blackity black. So, <laughs> it really wasn't right. You could have had an Asian baby. She don't know how to act. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have questions about Call of Duty. Um, okay. <laughs> I think you answered one of them. He eats subs every day or just Friday? <laughs> it sounds like every Friday is his ritual. But every Friday, okay. Friday. Because uh, I, I was confused. I get it now. Friday. Like. Was there any discussion of buying you a set? <laughs> no. Good Were you going to have to come free for You know what? I don't know. Um, because, like, when he invited me to his house, like, I was like, I'm done. You explained to me why you you can't you can't come out of your house tonight. <laughs> Byos, bring your own stuff. Literally, sometimes <laughs> <laughs> the stories get worse and worse. Like Brit, uh, they, they wouldn't buy a, a chai latte, but at least, least not, house. at least he didn't ask her to come to his ha- his home. That's true. And but he probably with his mama or somebody. So who knows? <laughs> My father. <laughs> is are men not afraid of women yo can we talk about that because i should have taken him up on that offer because and i did think about that shit too like after i said no i thought about you know what i'm gonna go i'm gonna go and i'm gonna get him drunk off his fucking ass and i'm gonna see what the fuck, i'm gonna take this playstation and then we'll come come through, the camera, Coco. <laughs> and then what girl Y'all out here, these men out here, ask, you know, inviting women over, they don't know shit about them. And you sit up here thinking that, you know, you're safe and she's not going to do nothing. Oh, you're going to find the right one. Listen, because women can slip you a date rate drug just as quick as a man can. So, me and Didn't Cardi talk about that? Say that again. Didn't Cardi B say something to the effect of like they used to do that? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I wondered. I wondered the same question for a while though, because men really quickly just be like, "Come over," but y'all know me like that. No you way. just be less strangers in your house, right? Because listen, I don't even want to let the maintenance man in. Right. Well, that's because of coronavirus. <laughs> One came to my door a couple weeks ago without no mask on. I was like, "I'll fix it myself." <laughs> 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 
But I don't, yeah, no, I don't like for strangers to know where I live, let alone come in my house. Right. Because I've had a guy be like, where you live? And I'm like, oh, and I'll say, you know, maybe like a major intersection. He's like, yeah, but what, where? No, you know, off of Georgia. That that intersection. Right. That's a long street. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And I live down here. Or I was in Georgia. I said, you know, I live on the east side. East side where? East. I don't even tell the city. Like, I'm, if if I if someone asks me, like in the city, like where what part of town I'm in or what side, I will tell them like two cities over. <laughs> you ain't about to be rolling up around here, Listen. right? Oh, I was in the neighborhood. No, <laughs> you go out. I always wait ten minutes after I get home to let you know I made it home. So you're not trying to figure out. <laughs> oh, that's nice. right, right, right. Sitting here gonna put a low jack in your car. <laughs> always, because I got you, girl. <laughs> people are crazy, and I, I'm yeah. I'm just always baffled at how many men I've met that are like, "Oh, you don't want to come over." I don't no. even know your last name. Right. <laughs> we we may have had one conversation, so yeah. No. But you know, even in my younger days, have I ever gone over somebody's house on the first day? I'm, I'm I'm almost positive I have never done that. <laughs> I rem- not too long ago. Well, this might have been back in November. I was at the liquor store. Um, because I was headed to my homeboy's house for his birthday. And these two dudes were like, hey, where you going? Come with us. <laughs> Come what? with I us. I don't know you. And I'm, what? <laughs> like the whole I got some candy, thing. little girl. <laughs> so, like, what? Is this what y'all do? Y'all just pick up random strangers and see? I think it's probably like the spaghetti method. Like, we're just going to try and see what works. Mm. But um, I could be an axe murderer for all you know. <laughs> like what? I feel like in my t- early twenties, maybe late teens, I probably did. Um, God, yeah, probably. Listen, but there have been many a situation where I'm like, thank you, God. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I know awesome. I didn't deserve this favor, but you gave it to me anyhow. <laughs> Just thank you, thank you. Sure. You know what else is also the serving, the saving grace with incidents like that is having a tribe of friends. Yeah, like, hey, yes. Because <laughs> when I do make those dumb decisions, somebody's always gonna know where I am. <laughs> well, well, we always gonna come find you too, right? You know. <laughs> I'm sorry for another day. Email address. <laughs> but but Britt and I have been known to travel the international streets looking for a friend of ours. Yes. Yes. But this is what that I friend was. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's what happened, show. <laughs> to have that conversation off the air (laughs) 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 sorry listeners (laughs) they're like what they probably said they're like what okay okay now back to um call of duty also writes uh dating story 
Yes. I have to admit, I was a little stunned to hear that you were on Tinder too. Like when you, <laughs> when you said that, I was like, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yo, um, you know, just because it doesn't seem natural for you, not that it seems natural right. for anybody else, but I definitely didn't expect you to be on it. Yeah, so, real. Like, um, had you been on any online date, I think you'd be over there at Black Planet or something. But. <laughs> I had a black planet a long time ago. So, yes. Um, yeah, so that's that's that is why I was so resistant. Like it just it didn't feel it didn't feel natural, like it didn't feel like I would be able to um form the type of connection that I was really looking for. And honestly, and I did learn this, like the the what I what I was looking for on online dating is something that you have to have a conversation with. Like you have to have like a a, a physical attraction first because <laughs> what I really was looking for was just like someone to have like a um fucking relationship with. Like, but like, really, friends with benefits, like the like the the literal, you know, definition of friends with benefits. That's what I was looking for, right? I feel like Tinder is perfect for that. That's what I was about to say, right? You would think that, but let me tell you, when I would tell somebody, this is what I'm looking for, they would still be real confused about it. Like they would still be like, really? yeah. Really? Yes. I feel like they'd be like, okay, what well, that's what's up. <laughs> like, I don't, think they, I, don't, I don't think they thought you were being for real. Like they're probably like, what no, too? Because a lot of men, if it's 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 what I what I've what I've seen is like a lot of men will go one or two one of two ways. They'll only hear the fucking. Like that's it. And then they'll be like, so when you want to get together, like, when you want to get together, I'm sorry. What what about the friends with part? Like, right, lays right over that, right? Okay. And then the other ones are like, well, what if, you know, we start to really like each other and, you know, it's become something. What? Why are you talking about that? They were concerned. Oh, they got they they got dreams of seeing you as a wife. Yeah. So yeah, so that just wasn't working. But I do find that for for what I'm looking for, it has to happen like kind of organically, right? Because honestly, like I want it to be somebody that I'm cool with that I can, you know, talk to and like have a full conversation and not just, you know, we just fuck and just roll over and go to sleep. Like I want to be, you know, with I want to have this type of relationship where I can enjoy this company sometimes. Not all the time, not even most of the time. <laughs> Every once in a while, and we can have some good sex in the meantime too, right? So this is kind of a unicorn. I feel like I don't know, but <laughs> yeah. that's what I was looking for on Tinder, and just wasn't happening. Oh, you can find a friend with benefits on Tinder. You can't find a check on Tinder. Real. 
maybe I missed this part too, but how long had you and Call of Duty been talking before he was just like, come over? Was it like a day? Uh, it was like less than a week. Yeah. Yeah. Like you didn't even put in like a week's worth of effort, you know? Because sometimes if you talk long enough, like within that week, if we're talking nonstop and we're like really having some good conversation, you could feel like you've known somebody for longer and feel close enough to, you know, do that. But all this, hey, what you doing? Not even yeah. what you doing is WYD. Right. Yeah. I, I like the full sentence. <laughs> With... W-Y-D. W-Y-D. All day. W-Y-D. 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 See, no. And then, and then the next full sentence I get is come over. No, come through. Yes. Or pull up. <laughs> right. <laughs> You'll never get more than two words. Like, <laughs> you do get more yes, than, than two words first thing in the morning when you get that good morning, beautiful. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Good morning, Queen. <laughs> <laughs> How's yeah. my beautiful black queen this morning? Oh, so my that, that, that all four of us have these, uh, this shared experience. Niggas do better. <laughs> <laughs> do better. Damn, like this makes no sense that all of us have experienced the same. Man, like, why are y'all all on the same script? Why are y'all all on the right. same? Right. Listen. Right. I wonder who told him that this works. Like, yeah, now, this I, is all. I do have do. one good morning queen guy who actually was about something. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that, that was one. <laughs> um, oh. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So, okay, so you got the unicorn. That's where it went. Okay. Well, no. Well, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Another after show topic. <laughs> actually, yeah, I think we'll get into that next week. Actually, yeah, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> but it's just mm-hmm. niggas always have audacity. Just it's all the audacity. They got audacity and nerve. <laughs> They're never without. Nope. Never mm-hmm. without. Well, thank you for sharing. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I would love to hear from a man about this uh, willingness to invite strangers into your home. Mm So maybe we should bring somebody on who does that to talk about that. (laughs) I'm start doing some research. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Like, you all big into your, you know, your friend group and see to whoever. I think that's the know, best candidate. I would definitely look into that because, and they better be truthful because I feel like all of them do it. All of them. Like, they really don't think you will not get blown away out here. Like, mm-hmm. they, I'm like, y'all need to be safe just like we do. Listen, right. Women about that action too. Okay. Yeah. I guess they I, might I'm gonna get smoke. <laughs> I, I know a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I most definitely do. Cardi tried to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> that she did. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, our next section is going to be um, keep your head up. What? what? I was about to say, Britt, you ain't got me this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're going to go a little different this week. It's not necessarily going to be a specific dating topic, but one of the reasons we have Oso right on this week is because she is an insecure enthusiast. 
as is uh, myself and Dr. Reese. Unfortunately, um, Britt has never seen the show, so feel free to shame her. The email is I'm glad I got my girl oh, no, at gmail.com. Send the hell la, 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 la. <laughs> So Britt's not going to be able to participate a lot in this conversation. Um, and with the insecure finale um, on Sunday, we felt like this would be a great opportunity to discuss season four. Um, Woo! And a lot happened. I don't even know where to begin, but I'm, I'm just going to throw out one relationship and we'll just start there and and, and, and go from there. So a quick 30 minutes because a whole lot happened. Let's talk about Issa and Molly. Okay. If I was Issa, if y'all were Issa, would you have answered that phone? Would you have met up with Molly at the diner at the end? Yes. I would have. And not... So I feel like with what Issa had just learned, she was probably in such a low place that she... You need somebody to talk to. So if Molly is the person who calls, I'm gonna go. Because who else is gonna understand the nonsense I'm going through right now? Yeah. I agree with that. And then also, you know, the the whole the whole thing with for Issa and Molly um, that was frustrating for me is can y'all please just talk? Can y'all please just talk. And not talk about bullshit, like just talk. Like whatever everything, like just talk about it. And so I feel like Issa probably deep down. When she saw the, she was, she got the the call from Molly. Like she felt like it was probably maybe another opportunity for them to, you know, fix things. Um, and like you said, um, Dr. Kim, all of them, like they, that was such a huge piece of baggage that Issa had to to take on. Yeah, that needed to 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 be talked about. It that needed to be um, dissected. Let me interject real quick. Um, in case you haven't figured out by now, if you haven't watched Insecure, just don't listen. I, I figured that yeah. would apply. We haven't dropped any major bombs yet, but I just want to throw that out there. We'll tell you where to fast forward to in the um, description. True, 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 true. <laughs> my thing with um, Issa and Molly, it's like, I don't know, maybe because my best friendship dynamic is different. Like, I just, I don't understand them sometimes. Um, me and my best friend have not argued a lot, but I can specifically remember one thing um, that she did not agree with. She was like, hey girl, don't do that no more. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was immediate. <laughs> it wasn't no weeks or months later. Like she was just sitting on it. It was like, hey, so you said this, um, don't do that no more. And we're good. <laughs> I just don't understand. I feel, okay, so with Issa and Molly, do you feel like Issa should have been the one to broach the conversation the first time they met up? So I feel like Issa never wanted to confront this. Like, she, like, when she um, reached out to Molly for them to meet up at the diner, I was so disappointed in Issa because (laughs) it was like, because you can all you can tell that there, that Molly was going through something with this friendship. 
Molly never fully put it out. Like they would have these kind of um, these 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 head button head butting moments when they were together. And so it's like you don't feel that Issa. You can't tell that something is going on with your girl. Like she is, she, something's wrong with her. She mad. <laughs> like she is mad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, why are you skirting around that there is an issue? And that's how it continued to feel with with Issa. Um, you know, it's like, so if Issa wasn't the one to say something, she definitely needed to to open up the floor so that Molly could, could talk. I think that Issa is largely non-confrontational and I feel like she pretty much avoids conflict whenever she can help it. Um, so um, I understand their relationship pretty well because I feel like I've been an Issa and maybe I've been a Molly before too. Um, sometimes uh, so, like, I have a friend who sometimes has made comments that I've side-eyed, but because I'm so non-confrontational, I didn't say anything. And then after a while, like, stuff kind of built up. Um, and y'all have heard some of the things that have happened. Um, I won't elaborate on them here. But, um, yeah, and so, like, then there's finally, like, a last straw that breaks the camel's back, and it's like, Oh, and then she's like, how we get here? Because this, 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 and this happened. And I'll admit to not addressing issues earlier, but there's also your part that you need to um, understand what you did as well. So, yeah. I get that because I, I too can be, I can be either confrontational <laughs> or extremely non-confrontational. Uh, I think there's a middle ground for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I get it. It's just, whew, I don't like, you have two, you have one, I don't know, somebody that's stubborn and is not willing Um to communicate or try to get down to the root of the issue and then one who's just kind of like well let's just glimmer over it um how do they end well hopefully these tragedies in their lives will bring them back together yeah which is sad oh and by the way also part of it I think is when the thing started really happening that we noticed at least Issa was busy trying to get that black party together and I don't know about y'all but when I got something like huge happening I don't have the mental space to be handling conflict with people let me do my work and let me finish this and then maybe we can get to this later and then well we know how that went they blew up Yeah, I agree I don't think Molly should have tried to talk to her at her event Uh, that was wrong yeah, that definitely was not the place or time. Um, and I think I saw I saw this on social media, and I have to agree. I think um, Molly is so used to um, Issa being dependent upon her, and Issa has kind of grown into this new person, and she doesn't need Molly as much anymore, which has definitely shifted the dynamics of their relationship. I feel like. Molly needs Issa more than Issa needs Molly. So I feel like Molly needed Issa to do her emotional labor 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, so Issa is always there when she calls her, and Molly. I hate when people are like this, but she really had positioned herself as um, the one who was doing better, right? Like, if I'm doing better than my friends, mm-hmm. when she started getting it together, wait, who am I now? Right. As opposed to, oh, look at my friend who's doing well. Um, yeah, I need Molly to go spend some time on that therapist couch. And listen, and take in with, what's that, is it Dr. Glory or what's that? I don't remember. <laughs> well, what I need her to listen to what Doctor Hunger. Woo. Yeah. All right. So, are y'all Team Nathan or Team Lawrence? I'm Team Lawrence. Yes. I've been Team Lawrence except for when Daniel came in. Fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but even when Daniel was there, I was still team Lawrence. Like, yeah. But yeah, I am definitely team Lawrence. Um, Nathan is cool, you know. Um, but Lawrence and Issa just have history and they have, they've built a lot and they understand each other. Like, they really get each other in this like a weird kind of way. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely Team Lawrence, and um, I don't know, like Nathan. Nathan is okay. Like he, like he, he's 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 a fun boy. <laughs> Nathan seems so meek to me, meek and mild. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like real low key. Like, yeah. I'm Team Issa, so I want her to choose. <laughs> Whatever works for her. (laughs) I don't really I don't really care either way. I just want her to be happy. Um, but I will say before what'd you say? I said apparently Lawrence makes her happy. Right. Well he did before the season finale. Yeah. Um, Because that episode when they went on that date and kind of just reconnected and passed everything, like I was smiling at the TV for 30 minutes and they're like just teasing at the TV. (laughs) Like, I'm so excited. So what I was about to say actually about that episode, um, we hear women talk so much about like building men up for the next woman and I remember thinking um, after Issa and Lawrence got back together, I was like, oh my word, she supported him through all of that. And she's finally going to get, I don't want to say she's going to reap the benefits, but she's mm-hmm. finally going to um, be with the man he grew to be through that instead of another woman getting that man, which is what I feel like usually happens, right? Like mm-hmm. you stay with a man, you hold him down, you support him, whatever. And when he gets on his feet, he off to the next woman and that's who he gets married to or whatever. So I was like, oh my goodness, Issa's actually gonna reap the benefit. This doesn't happen in real life. I'm so happy for her. And then here he comes talking about what him and Condola did. Okay, so are we Are we what? Are we not saying it? Oh no, we're gonna get there. We're gonna oh. like we're building up suspense. <laughs> 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 
y'all see that canola oil was uh, trending on, on Twitter? Because <laughs> they are, Yo, they are, her name is Condola, but they are calling her everything. Condolences. The fuck out oh. of her name. Okay. Condola virus is my personal favorite. <laughs> no. <laughs> canola oil. Cano, I saw. Oh, and if you're oh, if you're um under twenty five, go Google Kino so you know what I just said. Oh, yes, because um, I, I I know I ain't been following along, but you know I've been seeing a lot of Melanie Derwin references, Kino, oh. Dwayne Whitley references. So I kind of got a gist of what's going on with the whole Lawrence Issa Condola triangle, but I'm gonna still let y'all have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to jump in. Feel free. So, what yeah. were you all expecting Condola to be pregnant? No, I didn't. Nope. Just because so many people had already guessed it, I was mostly disappointed that people on social media had figured it out. Oh, I figured I either she was pregnant or had an STD. Like, I <laughs> Listen, if she had got a cure for we wouldn't be in this predicament. <laughs> I, but I was leaning more towards um, pregnancy. So I, uh, if you all were in her situation, would you still continue to pursue Lawrence? If you were in Issa's situation, excuse me. Oh, I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> would you still try to, to work it out? He's he's already moving to, to San Fran or to San Diego. No, San Fran. San Francisco. Yeah. Right. And now he got this baby on the way. Mm. Is that something that you, with a woman he's no longer with, mm. is that something that you, mm. how do you think you would handle that? Mm. So 25 year old me might have tried to make it work. No, 25 year old me definitely would have tried to make it work. 30 year old you, what would you <laughs> <laughs> um, So the thing I love most about this show is how um, it makes us look at our, our own lives and I love the commentary about it and someone posted in a Facebook group about this show that um, Lawrence is a guy who does what's expected of him um, so like he subscribes to like most societal norms so he's probably gonna try to make it work with Condola at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know that I would want to be trying to figure out a new relationship because, yeah, Ethan and Lawrence have history, um, but they've both grown since they uh, since they split up. So I don't know if I would be wanting to figure out this relationship as he's trying to figure out how to co-parent in a different city. Like San Francisco is far from LA. So I don't know. I might have to put that on ice for a while. Oh, so right. Yeah. I would have to agree with um with Dr. Reese. Um it would have to take a lot of consideration, a lot of um, discussion, a lot of planning. And I'm just talking about like, what you gonna do when I was pregnant? How's that gonna look? And then I wanna know, what does it look like a year from now? You know, what does it look like, you know, 10 years from now? Like, just. We don't have to talk about this whole thing from the as much detail as possible because that's a huge decision to make on 
you know, on Issa's part. Like, talking about, because initially she was, she was with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was, she's like, yeah, we can make this work. Like, if we want this, we can make this work. And so, that to me, seems like she was willing or even considering moving to San Francisco, you know, whatever that, that looked like for them to be together. So, you know, throwing a baby in the mix, like, while it does muddy the waters a lot, um, is it doesn't have to be so much that if they really want it to work, that they can't figure out how to make it work. Um, you know, because it really, it, but it will be a matter of does he is is there a possibility that Lawrence will want to be with Condola for the baby's sake? Like, mm. is that even a possibility? Like, does he think about it at all? You know what I'm saying? And so they, that that whole situation, they're gonna they they definitely gonna have to put it on ice so that they can really kind of evaluate the next movie. That's a lot. My initial reaction, because I personally am in love with the idea of being in love, um, sucker for being in relationships, I think that I would try to make it work. Um, but you all brought up some very valid points. <laughs> and Lawrence is the, the guy to, to try to do the right thing. But at the same time, that doesn't always work out. So maybe I could be the one to talk sense to him. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> to not do the right thing? <laughs> to not marry her just because she's pregnant or be one because she's pregnant. Um, mm-hmm. Because the thing about something that Condola said that um, kind of struck me was, you know, she didn't, she didn't want to, she wasn't ready to have a baby when she was married, but she was yeah. ready. And potentially she's okay with doing it, being a, a single mother. She said Lawrence could be as involved as he wants, which whatever, Lawrence going to be involved. We know that. Exactly. <laughs> and who wants a man that's out here creating kids that he ain't helping take care of? Like what? Hello. I'm going to voluntarily be with you and know you a bad daddy? No. Hmm. <laughs> um, I lost my whole train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I no, you are right. You are right. It's just, uh, oh, like it's, it's, they finally are just having their their moment, and it's just condola virus. It's condola virus. Just, <laughs> just like coronavirus. Just just wrecked it all. And I will say, I'm kind of disappointed that condola ended up pregnant because I mean, it immediately took me back to the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know what, Melanie? Though Melanie was such a bitch. About it. Oh, she was horrible. She was drugged. Didn't she DNA test the baby? Yes. Yeah. Like, and this was the baby was good and like a toddler by that point. Yeah. Yeah. Like Melanie. Melanie was a was a bitch about about the situation. Like she was immature about it. Like petty. She was horrible. And that's the the beginning. Yeah. Like why Lawrence and Issa can work can can make this work. Um, I think that if it's really clear that Condola and Lawrence do not have a future, you know, Issa and Lawrence can figure this out. And I did want to say something about that, uh, about Condola talking about not being ready with her husband. I don't want to shame Condola in that 
Only because, like, we don't know what the situation was with that with that husband. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he was not someone that needed to have children. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know. And Condola also, I don't know what her like we don't we don't know her health we don't know if this is maybe her you feel like the last time she'll be able to have a baby you know what i'm saying like we don't know so i really want to be careful about that because i'm I, I know that that was going around like you would rather have a baby with you know some man that's that's not yours well if that if she really wants a baby <laughs> that's like the opportunity to have that baby you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and she knows this weekend that it's going to step up like lawrence is not going to be no you can be involved as, as much as much as a little as you want she knows that lawrence is, is going to be there you know what i'm saying like as a woman that had a baby with a man that uh, <laughs> is uh not the the best human. Um, I understand. Like you, if you if you are are pregnant and you are pregnant with with a child that you know you know that you that you that you want to raise that you're ready to raise and he wants to raise or he can raise or he will raise. And sometimes mm-hmm. you got to make what's the best choice that's for you as well. And I mean, yeah. Condola looks like, you know, she's financially stable. Indeed. <laughs> Homeowner. Yep. So I guess that aspect of it. But you're, you're, you're right. I won't shame her <laughs> for that. Go ahead, Britt. So, I mean, yeah. I just kind of got the Cliff Notes version of what happened earlier today <laughs> with everything. But it's like you said, the show definitely sounds like it makes you reflect on your own life and just what you would do in certain situations. So like surprisingly, like three years ago, I was in a similar situation, like a guy that I had had history with, you know, we had known each other since college. We reconnected and I'm thinking this is about to be our second chance, like to, to do something. And so he, um, we got back to talking. We were talking for an entire month before he told me that he had um, a child. Okay, well, you know, people have children, you know. So I'm like, even though that's not really my preference at first, I'm like, you know what? I think this might be our second chance. Okay, how is your child? Nine months. I'm like, nine months. That's a baby. Uh, <laughs> and, you, and you just had that baby. Like, that baby is fresh out the cooch. So, of course, you know, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm like, what is your situation with the, the mother? And, you know, he's swearing up and down that, you know, there's no situation. They're not together. They're co-parenting. And I'm like, that's really easy to say. But in, in my mind, I'm like, you all are going to start bonding over moments that this child has and you're going to look at this child and like oh this child has my eyes and they have your nose and this lips and you all are gonna I don't know I feel like you're gonna feel some kind of way you know once you get in that moment and even if you're not trying to um be anything but co-parents with a person you can't help but like bond with them over like this little person that you created and so I wasn't willing you know after and I posed all of these things to him I was just like, you know, are you ready for that? I'm like, because you all are like watching this little person develop, you know, and you all could have a moment where it's like, we should be together and make sure they have like the best life possible. And I'm not trying to catch feelings or get too caught up with you 
and this happens. So like maybe had the child been a little bit older, willing to, you know, kind of go that route. But if I were Issa, I would, like you said, Kim, I would definitely put it on ice for a minute just so they can figure the situation out, you know, talk about it more. Not to say she needed to just ice them all together, but just let him wrap his head around this first. Yeah. You know, and then bring her into the equation once him yeah. and Condola got some stuff figured out because you get like that's that's a whole different ballgame. Like relationships are one thing, but being a parent is another, you know, and I feel like trying to juggle both, you know, might be a lot. And Issa might get put on the back burner because of that, you know. Um, and so she needs to take that into consideration, too, because there's one thing you can't really argue about is like you putting your child first. You know, like how, what am I, what I look like saying, oh, you can go to that PTA meeting, but you can't take me to this concert. Like, what I, what I look like saying that, you know, because right. I've been in that situation too. And I'm like, yeah, I would be a real jerk if I said some mess like that. So, right. um, even though I have not been invested as long as y'all have with Insecure, you know, I'm, I'm team Issa. So I'm hoping whatever she wants, she gets you know, and it's it's the best thing for her. But yeah, when I heard about that today, I was like, I, I literally thought about Melanie and Derwin, but I was like, ugh. Like, Ooh, I wanna, can I add something for a second? Thank, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You raised an excellent point. Um, I wanted to just, uh, <laughs> one major difference between what happened on Insecure and the game is that Issa did not sacrifice for Lawrence, the way that mm. Melanie sacrificed for Derwin. Because she gave right? him a copy of like Penny. She gave up. <laughs> Woo! He must have really put it on. Okay. I know, right? You for him to me? ride the bench for the San Diego <laughs> Sabres. I'm like, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and not to justify, because she was, she did not take that well at all. But, no. um, and she yeah. threw it up every chance she could, too. Yeah, like sometimes I I just want to be like, boo, you should you should just go back and apply to John Hopkins again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all about to make me go. Her parents would have been happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's a whole nother like how much sacrifice is too much. Um, mm. I'm kind of at the point where I feel like I have uh, given enough. Um, mm. I believe in reciprocity. So. Yeah. Love that word. Yeah. Mm. Lauren Hill taught me that word. <laughs> <laughs> I do like how Lawrence immediately told Isa though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, try to wade and you know lollygag and pussyfoot around. He just he and he looks so hurt. Like yeah. I just wanted to just take him in and give him a hug when he was giving her that that news. And I really like how they shot that too. With the back and forth, um, somebody else said that too. Y'all oh, make me want to go look at it. Do it. Uh, you should. <laughs> you should get that seven day free trial. Sometimes <laughs> they do thirty day free trials. I'll be on the lookout for you so you can get the okay. Okay. Uh-huh. But what are yeah. the? So I was texting Lex afterwards, and I was like, "Hold on, they weren't even together that long. Why were they smashing raw in the first place?" Like, uh, but it sounds like he was saying, What did he say? I thought I, he said, I thought I was, um, being, I thought we were careful. 
But what does that mean? Does that mean pulling out? Pull out. <laughs> <laughs> or like is it like she was on the pill, but then if she had to go take antibiotics, that don't matter. Like mm. So there there are a lot a lot of factors, yeah, that play into them being careful. <laughs> interesting because there was a whole thing about insecuring condoms, like that first right. season. <laughs> like the first two seasons. <laughs> To the point where they had to put a condom on the nightstand on one episode. Issa had to pull a condom up out of her for y'all to be like, "Oh, that's I, oh. I got oh. condoms." <laughs> well, at least she yeah, was, Brit, please okay. Okay. Bag bag. okay, I'm just sitting here like, was she holding on to it for safekeeping? Like, what? Issa had her TSA bag and they was getting it in, and when they was done, he was like, "Y'all wear the condoms," <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> "So she goes to the bathroom, squats over a mirror." <laughs> Trying to pull it out. On the wow! Mirror. I was terrified. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Gotta but, be a bad. Uh, maybe that happened to Issa. I mean, to um, Condola. You know, they really the kind of got lost. Yeah. Some sperm was like, I'm free. In the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Um. Uh, what's the child's name? Molly and uh, what Asian babe? What is his name? Andrew. I'm seeing Andrew in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm glad that he find, he always telling her to go talk to Issa about whatever, but he ain't told Molly about his feelings. So I'm listen, glad that he. <laughs> I really like them together initially. Um, but it's like he was always making sacrifices for her. She's like, oh, I got to work. And he's like, oh, okay. Then when they do go out, he had made plans because he was so used to her canceling that he canceled plans with his friends. You know, he's trying to balance his relationship with his brother and his girlfriend. But what was she doing? So do y'all, I've seen some speculations on the internet. Do y'all think they broke up? Ooh. Oh, no. Um... I feel like that could have went either way, like really, because if because he because neither one of them seem like they really want to do the work, you know what I mean? Like neither one of them look like they really like all the way in it. Um, so I don't I don't know I don't know. I feel like he's more in it than her. Definitely. Yeah, I think. He said he's more into her, but he's he seems like he's ready to walk away. True. I think having to I don't want to say corral, but dealing with my Molly seems exhausting. <laughs> right? Like <laughs> um whoever like has custody of her is like, ah, <laughs> 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 Like, I feel like having to, especially, like, while she's going through this with Issa, having to gently check her and also, like, assuage her ego is a a tough game. And I think it gets exhausting after a while. And that's why, well, that's just part of why none of her relationships have worked in the past. Um, but something serious had to happen for her to call Issa. It wasn't just like, oh, we had a regular chat and watched the basketball game. 
It could have been so. if they worked through it and you know they they made they came to some sort of a agreements. Or Andrew was like, "You just want a relationship. You don't want me." Because he brought up some valid points at the end. And like on a Molly front, I've been that person who has postponed several of dates because of work. Because um, I mean, there have literally been some times where I am supposed to be off at five. That closer didn't come in <laughs> and I am there till 11. <laughs> so that has definitely uh, been me. And I've even had, you know, somebody say, you know, I understand, but you keep canceling. It's like, I'm looking forward to seeing you, but I have a life too. Um, it's not fair. Um, so, you know, you do want to take that, that that other person's feelings into consideration. And I don't think that it's something that Molly's just ever thought about. She's just always like, oh, my boyfriend will mind. Like when um, she was at work and um, one girl, one of the lawyers was like, I have to go home. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, my stay. kids are eating flour or whatever. <laughs> Yes. And Molly was just like, oh, Molly could have left, I feel like. She yeah. could have left. But she's like, oh, no, my boyfriend will understand. And then even, I had text, um, also right, I'm not about to have my heart set on Indian food all day. I've been thinking about this Indian food all day. You come up in here with Chinese food. We gonna box. We are going, that would, that's what I would have the conversation like, look, this is not working. You are selfish. You were inconsiderate. You didn't even ask me. If you was a Swiss Chinese, maybe I wanted sesame chicken instead of General Souls chicken. Like, no. No. Especially when you think about that food all day. I'm sorry. <laughs> but my, I just feel like Molly's inconsiderate and just only sees her in the in the picture instead of, you know, her the, the other half. Yeah, like dealing. She's a lot of emotional labor, a whole lot, and I don't know. You need the patience, the patience of Job to deal with her. <laughs> I really do feel like that. Yeah. Um. I I hope that they work it out though. I hope so. I like Andrew. I like I Andrew really better do. than Molly. And I feel like if she can. Can work on compromising and think about him sometimes they now let me ask you this would you be able to how would you have reacted with the whole brother situation like would you have went to the basketball game i would have went i would have went to the game but i'm ignoring your brother right i just know where to keep your brother from here like I'm here with you, and you here with him. So, right, <laughs> yeah. like, and yeah. that's it. It's gonna be. But yeah, I would go. Like that's that's why I'm like Molly. You know, like like you said, not thinking about anybody else except her because she is not being empathetic to Andrew at all. Like she has not thought about him in the relationship at all. And so it's like, girl, come on. You can't. So yeah, I think that um. Like you said, she's a lot. She's just a lot to deal with, a lot to handle. And if she's not going to make changes, and hopefully she she starts to see, like, Issa, Andrew, maybe you're the common denominator. Maybe it's you, you know? So maybe she'll she'll connect that and really start to do the work that Dr. Homegirl was trying to tell her. <laughs> And now that I think about it, remember the reason she told Issa 
that she didn't want to involve Andrew in finding an artist for the block party was because she wanted to protect that relationship. I can't tell on any other front that you're trying to protect. Right. right. She was just being petty. She was just right. being petty. That's all it that was. Call it what it was. That's exactly just being petty. So. Cause I mean, it wasn't like she was asking her to do anything unreasonable. Um, right. She wasn't. She was like, "Girl, can your man come strip at my birthday party?" I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is awkward, but if you if you could just do me this one salad, I mean, <laughs> yo, but no, it really was the the pettiest that she could that that, um, that um, Molly could do because y'all said earlier, Molly always the one that you know was coming to Issa's rescue like like Issa needed something mm-hmm. from Molly and Issa didn't need nothing from Molly for this block party didn't need nothing the only thing that Issa needed from Molly was to connect her with Andrew <laughs> like and then how you gonna be mad because she worked around it it wasn't like right. <laughs> Molly didn't compromise her relationship she mm-hmm. wasn't mad that she worked around it she was mad that she succeeded yeah. There we go. Um, <laughs> come on, snaps. Yeah. Come on. Um, and last but not least, why I am not a mother, I have several mother friends, and I, I know that postpartum is real. And I was hoping that they were going to address that this season. Because um, that first episode with Tiffany and the baby, they made a few comments. Then at that block party, I was like, yo, Tiff, Tiff needs some help. <laughs> um, so for them to have addressed that this this episode, um, it, I, I enjoyed that her husband, I, from the outside looking in, seems like a wonderful man. <laughs> um, I, how, how do we feel about the, them dissecting, well not dissecting, going into uh, Tiff's postpartum? Yeah, I definitely appreciated that conversation. Um, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really ambivalent about Derek. Like, I'm just, I don't know where I stand with him. <laughs> he's, he seems like a like a, a good guy. Like, he seems like he's good for her. But they don't really dig very deep into their relationship. I mean, he cheated on on Tiffany. Um stayed in the hotel I guess um but I'm I'm I understand the need to have to to go away to to step aside and I'm glad that they they pretty much brought it into uh, the conversation um yeah because when I but I I mean and I I really enjoyed the build-up to it you know like the, the different ways that they would show Tiffany acting out, whatever. Like she said at that block party. <laughs> oh, oh, like I'm gonna go home. She's like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'll find a ride. <laughs> like, I just got here. I'm trying to turn up. Like you go. Ahead. Um, I you mentioned something that I had kind of forgotten about. I hope that they bring it back or tie it all together in season five. Um, we never did really find out why Derek had slept in the hotel. At the hotel. That's right. <laughs> so 
So I'm hoping that'll be tied into the to the hopefully what will be Tiffany getting some help in season five to deal with the um, postpartum uh, depression and the new addition to their lives that they that they were not ready for, married and all. Just that's right. Not on having this baby yet. Yeah, um, I appreciated the way they did that, but then I got on social media after the show and. I feel like most women understand what postpartum depression is and how it works. But there were people posting stuff like people calling her selfish and um, self-centered and insensitive and there were thoughts like sorry no you're fine and I was just stunned like how is it not clear to you that she has postpartum depression but then I read the comments and I was like oh all the women get this oh <laughs> cause I didn't have a homeboy text me like what's going on with this <laughs> so I'm hoping at some point they make it explicit and they name it because a significant portion of viewers don't seem to understand what that is. Okay. Kind of like with Nathan when he disappeared and came back. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They finally named that. So hopefully they'll they'll make that a little clearer in season five. Hopefully season five will be able to shoot. Hopefully coronavirus will just... (sighs) When they showed that that Kobe and Gigi mural, I was like, damn, we must have barely got this season. Listen, and our mm. president is out here talking about if we test fewer people, come away. So. <laughs> Y'all, president. Yeah, I don't have a president. Listen, <laughs> I, li- I'm a, I live in a free nation. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this season was so. And I'm mad at Issa though because when it came, when I saw it was coming on at 10:20, I just knew it was gonna get an extra 20, uh, extra 10 minutes. Excuse me, yeah, extra 10 minutes. I thought we was gonna get 40 minutes instead of 30. She played me. Uh- <laughs> 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 but this season was, I, I really, Issa can do no wrong in regards to insecure. I just, <laughs> I, I loved it. Any final thoughts, ladies? thing i just i enjoyed it um insecure is just such a good show i'm always so excited i'm always the most excited about the music on the show Ooh. Brittany, you would love the music on the yeah show. oh i, I look up the, the playlist music. on spotify oh, okay so i may not be tuned into the show but i definitely have the playlist saved Good. And Good. I heard she got some unreleased tracks too. I'm uh, I'm hoping uh some of this stuff get released. You know, I'm like that's that's some boss moves right there where you can have some some tracks that ain't even out yet on oh, your show. He's doing her thing. Yeah. I um I'm sad to see it go because that was the one basically because all the other shows it's summer um so that was like my one kind of escape from reality every week so now i gotta go back to raw dog and reality in 2020 (laughs) right (laughs) racial rebellion in a global pandemic have either of you all watched um i may destroy you 
No, but I heard somebody talking about it on another um, podcast. So it sounds like something I need to check out. This on HBO as well. um, With Michaela. I need to watch it before I cancel mine. Chewing chewing bubble gum? Yeah, she's chewing gum. Chewing bubble gum. (laughs) It's only two episodes in, but I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it, so that'll that'll still give me some Sunday night joy. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, it will give me some Sunday night joy. All right, all right. Well, are y'all ready for? I got my homegirl standing to my left and my right. Um, we got two letters this week. <laughs> we we busting y'all. Uh, oh shoot. <laughs> No follow-up. I'm going to email old girl from last week because I want to know. I want to uh, know, too. That's what I was hoping you were going to say. Um, so this... We're going to call her Sunshine. She says, if the person you are dating is having financial struggles, do you offer financial assistance or watch them struggle? Hmm. Cool. That's an interesting one. Um, it depends on how long we've been together. Uh-huh. Uh, and how much of a struggle they're in. Because if we talk in maybe a utility, okay. But if we're talking rent or mortgage, car note, child support, you know, some, some big ones... I'm, I I don't know. I might have to uh, refer him to some loan companies. <laughs> um, maybe suggest a little Instacart or Uber Eats on the side from the main job, you know. Um, but yeah, maybe we could figure something out, like about him getting another little side hustle. But yeah, that's a, that's a hard one. Um, you know, because a lot of people are not good about either giving or lending money like that's that's an, another conversation within itself with the two of them is just how they are with money like are is it going to be some sort of payment plan set up like are you going to pay it back are you just giving him the money like ugh. and then that's a weird conversation to even have like ugh. i don't know like, what do y'all think <laughs> so i have been in a situation where i loaned someone money um on multiple occasions. Um, would I do that now? Um, it really depends on a number of things. So, like Britt was saying, it depends on how much you're asking. But also, like, how'd you get in this situation? So, you know your rent or your mortgage is coming up every month. <laughs> so, did you go to Vegas and blow all your money? And now you can't pay your mortgage or did um, you have some kind of massive emergency that required all of your capital and now you need a little bit of help? Um, make some assumptions here. Uh, okay. Sunshine, you can email us um, if we're wrong. But I'm going to say, let's say this is due to coronavirus. And maybe okay. he was furloughed. And, you know, let's say he got unemployment, but it's not, you know, what he's used to to making. Again, an assumption, this man might just be irresponsible. <laughs> I, 
don't know. But I, I do think it depends on the length of time I've been. Um, you've been with someone and, you know, what your relationship looks like. If we just started talking two weeks ago, no. Right. Um, absolutely not. But if this is, you know, we've been rocking for, let's say, a year and I, I know you. I may consider it. I'm not going to give you more than I could afford to lose. Right. Or something that I'm uncomfortable with. And it's not going to be no every month situation. Agreed. Um, I can't remember who I was having this conversation with. Oh, okay. A friend of mine. Um, And I hope to get to this point. I'm not there yet, but hopefully someday I will. She said that one of her family members, maybe like a cousin who has done like really well, said everybody has one time to come to him for money. One. Um, whether, whether you pay it back or not, you got one time. So, mm-hmm. And then one time will show you who you are. Right. So mm-hmm. after you come that one time, you can't come back. <laughs> so um, I like that policy. Um <laughs> But yeah, even if it's coronavirus related, I'm more willing to help because this was so sudden. But at the same time, uh-huh. um, everything is unstable, right? So I need to make sure that I have what I need to cover myself for a good little while before I go helping other folks. Right. Right. Uh, this episode. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just gonna say we're running <laughs> a little long. I'm gonna jump into the second letter. She gave us a, a very short question. She's gonna get a short answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we need details, honey. <laughs> so we are going to call this young lady. Somebody give me a name. Samantha. Bonita Applebaum. Oh, I like that better. <laughs> Bonita <laughs> said. So I've been dating this guy for about a year now, and he lives a few hours from me. I always make the effort to drive and see him, but he does not make the same effort. We had made plans a few weekends ago for me to drive down to see him. The night before my departure, he sent me a text saying, hey, sweetness, can we take a rain check? This weekend just isn't going to work for me. No legit explanation, just a rain check. And this is not the first time he's flaked out on me. Sometimes he runs hot and cold. It's like trying to jump into a game of double dutch. Should I continue with the shenanigans or just move on? Benita, you know what to do, girl. Um, right. No. <laughs> Wait. How long did she say they were dating again? About a year. Uh, and this. And wait. Uh, okay, I have a lot of questions. Yeah, oh crazy. well. Yeah. She didn't give us a lot of details because I'm like, and he has he ever come to see her? Like, is she always doing the one, the one doing the traveling? Hope not for Um. She said, "I always make the effort to drive and see him, but he he does not make the same effort." Oh no, and it's almost been a year? Yeah, no. I'm just a mess. Oh no. Girl, you don't want to just tell people you got a boyfriend. You want to be in a right. This fictitious boyfriend. But neither you call this man uh-uh. again. Like... <laughs> sis. Uh-uh. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> let it, let, no, for real. Let it go. Because, yeah, he ain't coming to see you. And then, like, all of a sudden, he'll just go cold on you, too. He got somebody else there. Like, I don't think you don't. Oh, yeah, yeah. How much damage she's doing to her car? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) No, for real. 
Six hours. Adulthood makes you think. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. This is what adulting is all about. Exactly. Because and she been doing this for over a year or about a year. Nah, son. Yeah, he be kicking in on them oil changes. <laughs> and I, you know, let me tell you something. I, well, you know, I probably go anyway just to see if you need closure. Uh, <laughs> That's true. That's true. If he gave me that rain check thing, I'd be like, oh, okay, but yeah, I pull up. Like, <laughs> what makes this weekend bad? We're in a pandemic. You can't go nowhere. Where are you going? Mm. Or at least you shouldn't mm. be going nowhere. Mm. Mm-mm. 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 <laughs> oh, so right, you got anything to tell Benita? Um, just basically that she she needs to let him go. That is absolutely a no. A year in, and you are, like y'all all said, the wear and the tear in your car. Girl, no. Bye. She knew what she, she knew hmm. the to that when she wrote that in. Though. And she like knew. you said, yep. in the middle yep, yep. of a pandemic, like if I get one more text that say, when we gonna see each other, we not. <laughs> right. Because I've been in the house. I know what I've been doing. I saw mm-hmm. you on Facebook. You was giving haircuts in your house. You've <laughs> been back and forth to a different city. You have been living your best life. I'm not about to risk my life. Right? Because <laughs> Corona is killing people. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm not about to risk it all. And if I'm in a relationship and you tell me in the midst of a pandemic, it's not a good weekend. What you doing? <laughs> right. If I'm in the house... And you supposed to be in the house. Listen, Benita, don't send me no update unless it's I, I left him alone. Okay, girl? <laughs> For real. For or real. you found out what was really going on. Now, if you got oh, that type man. of update, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe he... Well, I don't want to wish him. Never mind. <laughs> no, I don't know. But I've been in a similar situation with Benita. Um... He would never let, but the difference was he would never let me come there. But he always uh, asked for a rain check when it was time to come see me. And we did that for almost a year. And so I was like, why won't you let me come see you? Because I say he may be an hour and a half away. That ain't nothing. I do that in traffic, like with my eyes closed. So I'm like, why won't you let me come there? I mean, what does it look like if I let you come here first and I'm the man and I'm supposed to be courting you? I said, well, as of right now, you're not courting me because you ain't come here either. So I'm trying to like at least, you know, meet you halfway and I'll do the first visit and then you can come do the second visit. But he refused to let me come and like see him. But he would always something always would happen when he was supposed to come see me. And so I was like, you know what? I said, I'm done. I said, something's going on with you. I don't know what it is. I have my suspicions, but... I'm not going to jump to conclusions, but I am about to jump out this whole situation shit we got going because this is irritating. So, Benita need to do the same. Listen, yep. uh, Benita, today's quote of the day is dedicated to you, girl. Um, you need to take it to heart. It's from my second favorite character on Living Single, Kyle Barker. Uh, mm. I am everything and everything <laughs> is me. <laughs> I love it. I am everything, and everything is me. <laughs> I, I distinctly see him in the mirror yeah, right I now. Okay. Take that to heart, homegirl. Um, there's better out there for you. Leave, leave him alone. Mm. Yes. You are everything, mm. sis. 
Um, that wraps up another episode of I'm Glad I Got My Curls. Thank you so much, Oso Right, for being here today. Thank you, Oso Right. I had a great time, y'all. You're welcome back anytime. Oh, thank you. I'll definitely be back. Yay! All right. Well, episode four is in the books, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Next week. Bye.